is Kenny. I'm in a library. We were having audio issues, uh, so the audio on this one's a little weird. Just like this intro is really, really strange. Okay, I, I gotta go. Bye. Audio. Hey, everybody. I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast, okay? The host's goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it. All right? Now, that being said, enjoy the show. Well, as my mother used to say, invest like no one's watching. Do the paper jam. Yeah, let's do the paper jam. Do the paper jam. Nothing's real, the money's fake. Do the paper jam. I said do the paper jam. Do the paper jam, oh baby, do the paper jam. Welcome to the Paper Jam Podcast, where every week we use our paper trading platform to randomly move our fake money from one stock to the next one. And even though, you know, if I'm being honest with everybody here, the money is fake, our emotions are still incredibly real. My name is Mike Morrissey, and I'm joined by my co-host, Gary Gray! Hey, how's it going, Mike? I like the way you're starting to play around with the intro. <laughs> with it used the to be sort of... It started off as, you know, I could feel you were reading the lines and then you really like sunk into it and you kind of became the character of Mike on the podcast. And now you're just free, man. You're like 10 seasons in on the sitcom. Yeah. Just riffing. You know, once now that we're here on episode 14, I believe, and it was a real can. It was a real awakening moment for me in episode 13 for all of our day one paper pals who listened to the Domino's episode where for, for some reason I did. I didn't have the show notes in front of me and I couldn't remember it anymore. <laughs> I was like, didn't, it's a very simple, like little two, three sentences, but I just blanked on it. And now that I got the lines, I got the show notes in front of me. I'm free as a bird, Ken. We're, 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 we're past the first 10 episodes, finding our voice, figuring out who we are. Now the walls are down and we're just, we're just now around to play in the rumpus room, if you will. Now the podcast is allowed to be bad. Yeah. Now, now <laughs> if you're still listening to it, it's your fault. I did. We did our best for 10 episodes. <laughs> And all the people that listened to the first episode when we didn't, the only people who were listening were the people that we asked to listen to the first one. Uh, you know, that one is bad. And those people were like, if that was bad, people would be like, okay, I'm just not going to listen to this show anymore. But exactly. Like you said, Kim, we're 14 episodes in now. If you're a real day one and a paper pal for life, this is on you. That, that, you know, Isn't this is it fun. Isn't it fun having a podcast in the age where almost, I would say, too many people have podcasts, yeah. us included, yeah, well, and you, you you tell people that you have a podcast? I, I assume you're like me, where you immediately go, I'm not asking you to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't I'm say not- anything, yeah. <laughs> But unless, especially if they're like a, like a family member or a friend, I'm like, I have a podcast. I'm not asking you to listen to it, but someone on the street, I'm like, I have a podcast. I'm like, yeah, check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Your aunt or something is like, what's this? I heard about a podcast. And it's like, ah, and you're like, I'm not going to tell you the name of it because I'd be kind of sad if you heard it. But, but still that being said to all my aunts, listen, I think I actually even have an aunt or two listening to the show. And, uh, 
yeah, you guys, if you're here, like we love you. We love you being here. We love the support. Tell your friends about the show, this this bad show that you're that you're choosing to be a part of because we're having a real good time in here. And Ken, having a blast. We're having a blast. And the thing that I love so much about the pod is we are breaking the geographic norms of the pod world. You know what I mean? Last yeah. uh, normally we're we're a New York or we're a Boston based a Boston Keep based segwaying. queen. Keep segueing <laughs> to where I am. <laughs> we're a Boston. <laughs> I, I might have already slipped and let it go. <laughs> where you are we, we you know we're a boston-based pod did we we landed on that we're we're a boston-based podcast we're we're owned by mess and finesse which is a boston-based company so we're a boston pod i guess right even though i'm I an angelino so. i think i think we said it's technically a new hampshire-based podcast In spiritually theory. spiritually but it is i guess some you know what you know what it doesn't have any borders it doesn't have any borders which is, is also why you know we're usually a beantown la-based pod and then you know we were in the beantown uh, we were in the bean ourselves i'm in recorder. new york city well, that, i so was I'm getting gonna... to it i was getting to it um <laughs> <laughs> I felt like it was going to take 20 I'm, minutes. I'm, I'm skipping through eight pages of dialogue. I was going to get to that piece. Cut back to the 1600s. The Manhattan tribe stands on the yes. island. <laughs> uh, and Ken, we, we, for all of our listeners in the Domino episode, we promised that, of course, you asked for it. We said we would give you a podcast with me and Kenny calling from New York City. But that is not what we're doing. I am still in my childhood home <laughs> in my basement in Nashua, New Hampshire. Things have not gone to plan. Things have not gone to plan, but you know what? It's okay because we're used to doing, I guess I am a little sad that we're not doing it on in, in person again. Oh, that's we were, life, but, Michael. But that is life. And I guess it'll make it all the more special when, you know, when we get back together, I did have plans to go to New York. Everybody. I was like, I even on the 4th of July, I went to my good friends, uh, beach house and, and her and some of my other friends were all my, my, my posse in New York. And we used to hang out together. And I was like, I'm going to New York tomorrow. Like, this is going to be great. <laughs> I'm at the beach drinking Bud Lights all day. And then when I get home on Sunday and tomorrow, I'm going to drive an hour and a half to my house. And then I'm going to drive five to six hours hours to New York and get a hotel and stay for the week. And then I got home and then I thought I saw that getting a hotel for a week is a, like, you know, a thousand dollars and driving my car down there and parking it is like, you know, that's another four hundred dollars. And I was like, I'm just going to stay at my dad's house and record the pod from the basement. <laughs> And maybe get a haircut tomorrow at Supercuts. I don't know. Maybe that's that, that's where I'm at. But but Ken, not, but I'm I'm not nearly as interesting as you are. Stop in the streets of Manhattan. How how's life in the big city? Oh, it's great. Um, you know, I, I I've been to New York many times over my life. Uh, I used to come visit you when you lived here. Oh yeah, you did. And like many young people. I really, uh, I really want to check out Brooklyn when I was a younger man. Mm -hmm. And Brooklyn was where I spent a lot of time. And, you know, when you first come to New York, you visit Manhattan, you do all that stuff. And I'm here doing a writing program at NYU for, uh, you know, an intensive, like, six-week thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, in the middle of Manhattan, and I'm having fun. It's, it's everything is laid out on, like, a, it's easy. It's an easy grid. Like, absolutely everything is here. I'm having a blast. Are you, it's a really uh, nice time. Are you staying on Annie's aforementioned, aforementioned Easy Street. He is about. Oh, I see. <laughs> um, Annie, thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it fully. How dare you, Ken? You've never seen the movie? Little no, girl, red I know afro. That the sun will come out tomorrow, right? Uh, 
that's that you're grabbing here, but oh, but, I know Annie. Consider yourself at home. I don't think that's from Annie, is it? Uh, that's Annie's the one with her. She's the poor little British boy who asks for no, more. No, 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 no. I think you're thinking of the Hobbit. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, no, it's no, you're Oliver, uh, which is also in New York. Also, uh, Oliver and no, Company. Oliver is not. Oliver is not in New York. No, no, Oliver. it's not. It's not. <laughs> Oliver. I'm thinking of Oliver and Company with music by Billy Joel. That's how that song goes. Right? Uh, essentially, pretty much. But but yeah, Ken, I'm I'm very jealous that you're you're stomping the streets in New York. You're you're. You know, you, you're you're totally right of just like, you know, when you're when you first are out of college and you move to New York and you move to the cheapest apartment you can and you're running around in the Brooklyn bars. It's great. But something about being 30 years old, I bet you're you're, you're channeling your inner Carrie Bradshaw right now. Definitely. It's it, it, you know, um, what I'm into is like I just sat in the park with like, you know, a sandwich and just listen to jazz, like a live jazz band. It's like, this is nice. I th- you know? Yeah. Well, I heard that you were sitting there with the latest issue of Vogue writing on your laptop I, about a sexual well, escapade you had had recently. Of course. I mean, Mike, I've got to say on top of the fashion, it's for my job. It's f- and then, <laughs> plus not going to lie. I like reading what my friends write. <laughs> Actually, after that, I, you're more that you're more of a Miranda show. now, so never mind. Oh no! <laughs> Last question before I've I've seen very little of that show as well. Do you like gut instinct? If someone says are you a Charlotte, a Samantha, a Miranda, or a Carrie, what do you say? You're thinking too much already. Go, 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 oh, go! I'm the Carrie. I'm the Carrie because Carrie's the lead character. Oh right? my lord! <laughs> you're vain. <laughs> I think well, you're of course, if of I'm yourself. in New York, Michael, I'm in New York, which means I have to be the protagonist. I mean, and hey, speaking of protagonists, Ken, um, yeah. I, I couldn't agree with you more that you are a protagonist. I'm a Charlotte, by the way. Thank you for asking. It's because of my... Uh, I think she's like the uptight brunette. Uh, I think she's a redhead. No, no, that's right? Miranda. That's Miranda? Yeah. Oh, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. And you know I'm not a Miranda. She's a type A kind of organized lawyer or something. I'm more of a Charlotte who I think is an uptight, rich brunette who men just buy her things. Mike, we've got to get out of this topic. Speaking I have of no which, idea what's going on. <laughs> let's talk to something. Let's talk about something we also don't know anything about: the stock market. I was going to use that as a transition of saying. Speaking of protagonists, Ken, I'm excited to talk about our stock today because this is the uh, everyone's favorite protagonist in America: is the oil industry. Yeah. Yeah. People love the gas and oil industry here in America. It's great, um, and. Uh, I'm I'm being sarcastic, of course, but this week we invested our money in something I knew very no- about nothing about. We invested all of our cash into Exxon Mobil. Exxon Mobil. Exxon Mobil. Exxon Mobil. Exxon Mobil. Exactly, Ken. Uh, and Ken Exxon Mobil. It is a gas and oil, uh, you know, uh, uh, company. I'm going to get a little uh-huh. bit more into that in a minute. But yeah, we're investing. This is our very first time investing into a gas and oil uh, company. And Ken, how are you feeling about that? What, what, when you when you hear gas and oil company, what's going off in that crazy little head of yours? I'm thinking of all the oil barons. Like I'm thinking of of men, like big round men in suits. Yes, um, selling that man. slick black money making fluid <laughs> to the American 
idiots. American idiots in no reference to Green Day. And you're thinking of George. Are you thinking of George W. Bush, the oil man himself? No, I'm thinking of John D. Rockefeller. Whoa! Are you really? Do you, yeah, uh, Rockefeller. Uh, and how much do you know about John D. Rockefeller? Did you learn about it in business school, or you just know it through the zeitgeist? I think I know it from a high school history, actually. I think, like, the Gilded Age, all the barons or whatever. Hmm. And yes or no, did you pay attention in high school? I don't think I really started paying attention in high school until, like, halfway through junior year. Okay. How about you? Halfway through junior year, did something happen? That's when I started to care more about college. That's also when the classes, um, I feel like that's also when I had friendships that felt more richer, I guess. Yeah. Um, and that's also when like the, I feel like I started taking, I took like, um, no, I don't, I wasn't taking any like AP classes, but I feel like I was taking, uh, this is the d- most boring side track. No, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I just started taking like honors English and honors history or something. And then, you know, you have teachers that like actually try to engage you. I think before that, I just had teachers that were like, here's the book. You read it. You got the, all the questions wrong. Yeah. All right. Now you're in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> now you're in eighth grade. I teach middle school and I'm fucking miserable. Yeah. I was somewhat similar of like junior year is the point where you start to be like, you start thinking about college and you're like, oh fuck, I got to really, I got to really got to change my, my routines and habits here. If I'm going to, if you're going to do this thing. Um, and yeah, but so yeah, uh, no, I, that's a no for me, dog. If uh, answering that question of how much I played, <laughs> I paid attention in high school, but I, I got it together by the end. And I was, I think I was a fairly studious college student, but so you're in, you're in high school and you're learning about the oil industry and John D Rockefeller and, and the, the round men in suits. Yes. Uh, you know, the kind of like, yeah. Yeah. That's all I know. And I know that obviously these, these oil com- I know that oil companies be bad. They be bad. Uh, they, they be bad. They be bad boys. Um, but I don't, you know, I think all I know is that that's what they do. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So I, so we, Lame answer. we're going to give it, we're going to give you a little more answers than that, but no, Ken, that's, a, that's exactly all. That's, that's a lot of great stuff right there already. Um, and so when I'm, we're also talking about, so we're talking about the oil industry, but Exxon Mobil, of course, owns the chain of gas stations mobile. Yes. Do you, are you, you, are you familiar? Do you use Oh, I am familiar with mobile. There was a mobile right down the street from me growing up. Really? And I remember the first time that I figured out, and this is kind of a strange, because where I grew up in New Hampshire, um, there's a lot of space between houses, like the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so to walk to like any place besides like your friend's house was a long time. Yeah. And then I remember, I think I was with a, a, some high school friend and I was like, I think we could like walk to the gas station. And my parents were like, isn't that like a 45 minute walk yeah. to the gas station? I was like, yeah, but I think I'm going to do it. <laughs> and from then on, every now and then, like if I wanted to like, you know, have a long chat with a friend and like, you know, that, that's like the kind of thing you do when you're like 14 and you like haven't, you know, yeah. you can't like do, you can't do anything else yet. Yeah. You can't um, drive. And if you could, maybe if you could drive, you don't have a car and it's just like, you know, what, what do you do? It's like, well, I guess if we walk to the gas station, we could buy like chips or crackers or something. One time we were, uh, dr- we were walking, uh, to mobile 
And this was right when I had joined a production of Godspell. So I was mm. 14 turning 15, had just turned 15, would have been, would have just turned 15. And uh, I was with a couple of people who were in that production, people you know, um, and we were walking to Mobile and on the side of the road, just like on the side of like, uh, you know, kind of one of those like, it's a Route 101. It's like a, it's a highway that isn't a highway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, a yeah. A road that's in the woods that you can go 100 miles an hour on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the side of the road was a bunch of packs of cigarettes and $100 bills. Really? Yeah, and we picked him up, and I remember one of the one of the friends uh, was just like he took the cigarettes and he's like score, and then we took the money and we went we bought like a bunch of Red Bull and chips at the mobile. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the the funny thing. Is, so you you went and the the guy didn't. So how many hundred dollar bills were there? Was it one, just one? Was it two? T- there were two. Damn. No, 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 no. There was enough. There was enough. There must have been. There must have been f- four, th- three or four, enough for each of us to have one. I uh, know, I don't know, I don't know. There were, there was more than one. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's that's insanely bizarre. And and you spent? Did you think you spent all of the money, or were you like with some part of you guys like let's split some of it and spend the rest of it on snacks? And we we agreed to go get a bunch of snacks and then split whatever money was left. Okay. And and in, in hindsight, and I think in the moment, we were like, this feels like someone robbed a yeah. robbed a convenience store. Yes, a hundred percent. And then you went to the mobile and they were missing a pack of cigarettes and three hundred dollars from their cash register, and you were arrested on site. No, but they did look at us like, why do these 14-year-olds have a $100 bill? Yeah, and they're buying. Uh, do you remember, did you ever try to buy like a lighter before you were 18? Oh, yes, I, I think so. But I, I definitely did. But I don't have any memories of it. Tell me, what, what do you remember? Um, I, I definitely just tried to do it once or twice. And I was like 15. I mean, for stuff like that, like you were like, you would try to buy beer or something when you were not 21, like they would be like, all right, let me see your ID. But for something like that, when you're like 16 trying to buy a lighter and, and I wasn't even like smoking weed or doing anything cool. I think I just like did it to do it. I remember being like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like 15. And it was just like a thing. Again, you're talking about the time when you have nothing else going on and you're like, this will be, this will keep me satisfied for a day. If I can show my friends that I bought a big lighter. Um, do you remember when you turned 17 and you like it's purposefully went and saw an R-rated movie? Oh yeah. Even though they ne- they like never carded you for an R-rated movie. Yes. But to be like I'm seven, just to know, be like, yeah, that's right, I'm 17. Yes, I do remember that. I don't remember any of the first movie. I want. I'm gonna. I might Google it uh, in real time of what was going on at that time. Do you remember the first time you saw an R-rated movie, like in theaters? <sighs> That's a good question. Uh, let me let me quickly look it up. Googling things, things in real time. time. Googling things in real time. Googling things. Oh, you know what came out when I had just turned seventeen was The Dark Knight. Ah. And Tropic Thunder and Step Brothers. You were a big Tropic Thunder guy. I was indeed. Um, man, when I turned 17, the biggest movie was seven pounds Cloverfield, but I didn't see seven pounds. That's the one where he like drops a jellyfish in the bathtub or something. 
I don't know. I don't is. know. But anyway, yeah. So I, that's the, the the mobile gas station is the kind of place where young kids go. I mean, that's why my main still when I go to a gas station, I think of just like. Sometimes I like to go into a gas station into the little store and just buy a candy bar or buy like a soda or something just because I can, because it reminds me. Yeah. You, do you do that too? I, I like to, I, I'll often go in and just get a beverage of some sort, like, even if it's just like a sparkling water or like a, a thing that really brings me back. And you know, this is to buy like an energy drink. Oh yeah. Station. I haven't done that in so long, but Kenny and I used to be very, very into NOS, this like neon orange. <laughs> we should maybe get some of those, uh, and do one of those on an episode just to see how it affects the show. But we used to just drink these wild energy drinks and I haven't had them in such a long time. And I came back to Boston recently and my brother was just like slugging NOS energy drinks and rock stars. No and way, I was really? Like, yes. And I was like, how are you like doing this? And he was like, ah, I just like I still like to drink them. But yeah, it, it reminds me, they always remind me of in that place where you're kind of stuck in a New Hampshire town and the only place to go was a gas station and you never had any money. So I feel like especially when I come back to New Hampshire, I'm always jumping into that shell station and grabbing you know an energy drink grabbing a, a candy bar but and that was one of my questions ken was like <clears throat> when you think of like when the words like gas station of choice come in or like your gas station is mobile the one that like instinctively comes to your head yes it's it's the color it's it's the it's it's the three color it's the white blue and red yeah and not like the american not like american but like that that kind of like american. Not not Shell, not Sunoco, not BP. Those are whenever you know. Whenever I go into those gas stations, I think, oh, this is different than the normal gas station, which to me is mobile. Yeah, the normal gas station. That, I mean, in my mind, that's the gas station I spend the most time in. Almost every single gas station, like when we did uh, DRT in the summer, down the street was a mobile. Yeah, down the street from me was a mobile. Mm -hmm. um, I think the gas station that I go to in Somerville is a mobile. No, it might not be. But anyways, what you have a what's the gas station that is that you can walk to from your house? There's a gas station that you and I have walked to from my house. It's a shell station. There's shell. two shell stations by both highway entrances and exits to my to like my little part of my city. And they're both shell stations. So when I think of when I think of gas station, I'm thinking shell station. I'm thinking, uh, as we talked about, cookies and cream, Hershey's chocolate bar. I'm thinking Cherry Coke, like that's oh interesting. That's a gas station I, for me. I think when I think gas station food, I think like Diet Dr Pepper bugles Ooh, and then feeling oh. hot and sick <laughs> after. Bugles are a stomach ache in a bag. Those things are also Chex Mix, like Chex Mix bold. I could house it. Imagine me going 97 miles an hour down the highway with like <laughs> a bag of Chex Mix on my hand, just like <laughs> flying down the highway, incredibly unsafe. I don't drive that way anymore, but that was when I was, I, dude, I could crush a bag of Chex Mix. It's, it's wild. And also before I want to move on to the stock, but, and I think we might've talked about it definitely on possibly on the after hours, but, uh, my, one of my favorite memories is when you and I, and my brother had a sleepover when you were 21, we were 20 years old. I know if you were going to bring this yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> we were 21 and 20 years old. And we were like, you slept over. And at one o'clock in the morning, we were like, let's walk to the 7-Eleven across the street from the Shell station and buy like beer or something. And we, yeah. we walked there. Maybe it was like two or three in the morning. 
it was it was it was later than that. It was it was later than one. It was probably like one thirty two. Yeah. Um. And th- those places are open real late. I think they're open. That one late. I think might even be open twenty four hours. I I think it is. So we get there, and the old woman who's working, you were like, just one. Uh, I think you tried to buy forties or something too. It was disgust- it was disgusting. And you tried to buy this alcohol, and she was like, I'm not going to sell this to you. And you were like, why? She was like, I'm not. I don't sell alcohol. We don't sell alcohol here until like six o'clock in the morning or like eight o'clock in the morning. So you, me and my brother like waited outside in the parking lot for like three hours or something like that. We, we walked, so we walked back and we stayed up. Oh, that's what it was. Because we wanted for, I mean, this was like in those early days of youth when like staying up late is equated with fun. Of course. And so, and we're like, you know, what would be crazy is if we fucking stayed up until, until that we can buy alcohol again and then we buy it and we drink it and then we go to bed. Yeah, exactly. Real, real fun. That sounds like a fucking nightmare to me now, but. So then we drank your sister's my sister's box of mangaritas that were in my fridge. I was turning 21 in like a week and a half, too. And then we oh, we God. went back to the 7-Eleven for six o'clock in the morning and we go back to the same lady. And Kenny's like grabs the 40s again. And he's like, I'm here to buy these. And she was like. I'm not selling these to you. And you were like, but you said that you would start selling them at six o'clock in the morning. She was like, yeah, but I'm just not doing this. Like you clearly are like, there's clearly yeah, like, she just said, no, there wasn't not a rule. She's like, this is just like, look at yourself. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not this doing this. And then of course we were like, it was like six ten, and we were like, wait. And I was like to my brother, I was like, what time does mom get up for work? He was like six fifteen. So we had to like run back like Ferris Bueller style, like through the woods of New Hampshire to try to get back into the bait. Cause you had to go through the kitchen where my mom would be up making coffee through the kitchen to get to the basement where we were sleeping. And uh, and your brother, I have a distinct visual of us running on the street and him going, fuck the street. Yeah. And he hops a fence <laughs> and starts crashing through his people's back, backyards. <laughs> Go! <laughs> and yeah, we did it. And then uh, we did it, got down to the basement, probably at like 614. And then my mom got up and then noticed. I, we just heard her being like, my sister was also getting up for work because uh, she worked at uh, somewhere nearby at the time. And she was like, did you drink all of your mangaritas last night? And she was like, no. My mom was like, Michael and Sean. And it was like, oh, God. <laughs> and I got scolded, even though I was turning 21 in a week. But ExxonMobil is a gas station. Kenny, let's, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about ExxonMobil Corp. Are you ready? That sounds great. Yeah. It's why, uh, that's, such a, but I, that's a wonderful little story. Just a slice of being... Young, uh, the slice, uh, a, a slice of life. Apatow should do a movie. You should team up with him, and he should do a, 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 you know, a movie that you guys write about, like a slice of life perspective piece from a teen in New Hampshire. There's not a lot of good movies based in New Hampshire. I don't know. <laughs> Just a thought. So Anyways. Apatow, uh, give Kenny a call. He's he's in New York and he's writing, so it'll be it'll be good stuff. Uh, Exxon Mobil Corporation, or XOM, engages uh-huh. in the exploration, development, and distribution of oil, gas, and petroleum products. It operates through the. <laughs> how much do you know about petroleum products, by the way? 
the jelly? <laughs> That's always exactly what I think. I'm like, petroleum, petroleum. I literally think of like getting a thermometer shoved up your ass with like petroleum jelly. That's I'm assuming that's Exxon, right? <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it's what their logo. <laughs> it's a baby getting a thermometer up its ass, looking directly at the care, looking directly at the consumer with its mouth open, like whoa! It operates. No, there, there's a camera. There's a camera. There's a there's camera. A camera. <laughs> holding a camera. That's why their corporate slogan is "Smile for the camera." Smile Billy. for the camera, and it has the timpani sound. Boom! It operates uh. through the following segment segments. Upstream, downstream, and chemical. The upstream segment produces crude oil and natural gases. Hey, Ken, speaking of natural gases. <laughs> the downstream segment manufactures and trades petroleum products. The chemical segment offers uh, petrochemicals. Uh, the company was founded. Do you know who it was founded by? John ExxonMobil? No, but you have the first name right, and you know who this person is. Oh, Rockefeller? Rockefeller, baby. Really? I didn't know that. The company was founded by John D. Rockefeller in 1882, and its headquarters is in Irving, Texas. The listed name for ExxonMobil is XOM. Um, for a guy who claims he knows everything about John D. Rockefeller, you did not know that he founded ExxonMobil, Ken. I assumed, you know what, that makes total sense because um, they're one of the biggest oil companies in the world. But, you know, I assume, uh, man, I guess I don't know my history. I guess I always assumed his oil company name was Rockefeller Oil or something. But Oh, so you knew that he was the founder of an oil company. You just didn't know which one. Yes. Um, also, I, don't, I, I looked it up just so I know I, we could <laughs> try to figure it out. So petroleum is a liquid mixture of hydrocarbons that is present in certain rocks and can be extracted uh, find in certain product yeah. fuels like gasoline, kerosene, diesel, and oil. Yeah, I know what that Yes, means. yes, yes. And, and, you know, the, the Middle, the middle East and the petroleum and just getting all this stuff, it's really creating some animosity of... of you know, foreign, foreign oil, foreign oil, and, and uh, you know, there's also, um, uh, uh, Gulf War. Yeah. Oh, oh, the Gulf War. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, Dick Cheney. Oh, don't get me started on Cheney. I know all the names. I know all the information. I don't. Then there's also, there's also the, um, the Saudis. The Sa the Sa don't get me started on the Saudis. I am not going to just start also just listing the information that I saw in Adam McKay's Vice as if I knew it the whole time. And, and, and you should see that movie. You should. Everyone should. It's, it's everyone's got to see that film. Did what you, are we doing? I don't know. I think we're just self-conscious and we, we don't know enough about the oil industry and what petroleum is. But, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we're investing in ExxonMobil and like that. It was a Rockefeller started the company. And it's just definitely an interesting time to invest in oil. I have a little a little bit more information on on that when we can, when we're going to come back from the break and find out what exactly happened uh, when we invest our money in Exxon. But yeah, Ken, do you have any other questions about Exxon or anything like that? This is a pretty, pretty straightforward kind of description. Like this is just straight up a fucking gas company. They're not doing a lot of other wild things. They're just getting, they're just producing gas and oil, which, you know, is, uh, is fuel for a lot of things that we do these days, a little less more recently as we're trying to get away from it, but it's pretty matter of fact. Yeah, I think it's the it's 
They just make, they just, they take dinosaur juice from the ground and <laughs> turn it into a variety of products. So that's, I think the most interesting thing that I've learned today is that it was John Rockefeller who founded that company in some capacity. I'm sure it's absorbed lots of other oil companies in its time, but yeah. And we also just know that it's uh, the oil. All I know about the oil biz is that it's a slimy, lots of palms being greased, lots of shady hey, backdoor no deals. Uh, no, Ken pun intended. And, oh. and we have a lot more puns and intended information coming for you guys after the break when we find out just what happened after we put our money into Exxon Oil Mobile, Exxon Mobile Oil and Gas. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. See you soon. Bye. <laughs> and we're back. Ken, I hope you had a wonderful break. Yeah, I went and got uh, a little bit of water. Mike, I'm sorry for being low E. Here's the situation. It's that is uh, I turned off the AC unit in uh, <laughs> this apartment because it makes a lot of noise. But I don't know if you know about New York in the summer, but it's not just like thick and hot. It's like trash. It's like trash thick and hot. Yes. Like my my whole body like. I, I was talking to Moira about like uh, what I like about New York is you can be like standing there and being like, oh, I just had like a good meal and like I, I feel like I'm part of the city and then you just smell the worst thing you've ever smelled <laughs> in your whole life. Yes. <laughs> just like just like the smell of like pure, pure like diarrhea and piss and yes. like trash. And you're like, oh my god! And then you just, then you just feel the grime. You get like you get back into your apartment where the AC is, and you feel the layer of grime on you. Yes. Uh, so that's how what, what I'm feeling right now is that I turn the AC off and I can just feel like my body like sizzling in the <laughs> city heat, sweltering. And I know you you walk out of a, a nice dinner at a Michelin star restaurant and all of a sudden just like it's like someone farted in your face and like you're sweating. <laughs> uh, just like you you you, you get get dressed in your air-conditioned apartment thinking like I live in New York I am the peak of fashion I'm gonna wear my I'm gonna wear these jeans and this sweatshirt and the, and then you get out and it's just like oh god Jesus Christ <laughs> I hate it our friend Hayden uh a friend of the pod was just like I love that feeling when you go to New York and you feel like you could do anything and all of a sudden a breeze goes by and it's just like shit it's like, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, and, dude, and, and uh, at the time of recording, uh, New York has been in the in the news on my Instagram at least every day of just the flooding and this shit. There's been, like, fucking hurricanes and shit going on. And, dude, I literally yeah. saw a, a footage of a woman putting a trash can, a trash bag up to her ribs and walking through, like, rib-high water through the turnstile on the subway. Are you seeing anything like that? I'm not seeing that where I am. I think that's up by 150. I heard that was 157th Street. I'm down by like uh, 14th Street. Okay. Um, and below that. So, but I'll tell you this: uh, after the there was a big, there was a ton of rain um, here, and the water in our shower smells different. Oh my god! <laughs> not gross, but just a little bit like the water in our shower different. smells different. <laughs> that is disgusting. Dude, uh, yeah, it's, I'm seeing it all over the place that it's just and also it's the COVID recovery of like the city is trying to get back up on its feet. But it's, it seems like there's uh, quite a few things going on over there. It is nice, though, because the city does feel like um, it's an interesting time to be here because it, it, the city feels alive. Like people are alive. To the streets. It's a fun it's a fun vibe. 
taking it to the streets. Of course, taking it day. to the streets. Uh, dude, I'm I'm very jealous, and and that could have been me. I could have been drowning in that in that subway terminal. I could have been experiencing the <laughs> fart smell in the air. Of, Teddy, <laughs> this is not funny. People are getting hurt. Uh, um, well, Ken, are you are? Do you have any other New York uh, weather and and smell thoughts? I guess we could we could do a baby segment well the whole time because you're going to be in New York for a couple weeks now. Yeah, a couple be months here, uh, now till mid August. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe maybe in the next episode we can give a New York minute long update of just life in the big city. You got it. I'll call it uh, uh, Kenny's Kenny Kenny's a slice of the Big Apple. That's good. I like Kenny's Corner because it rhymes. But oh oh, Big Apple slices. That's very good. <laughs> there we go. Um, I would love that. And and yeah, so Big Apple. <laughs> you ever get the apple slices from McDonald's yes. and hate your life? <laughs> yeah, the caramel syrup and just kind of sucking it from the thing, just hating your life. At least they're not French fries. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I'm eating apple slices that are given to me by the McDonald's Corporation, so God knows how fresh they are, and at least I'm smothering them in caramel. Like, why can't they just do apple slices? Anyway, well, Ken, we invested in ExxonMobil this week, and I'm pretty excited to tell you just about what happened. So the last... Uh, the last thing that I invested in was PayPal, our, our infamous PayPal episode, uh, which if you Huge. have if you haven't listened, which I know you have, give it a listen. It's 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 getting a lot of it's getting a lot of buzz. People are talking. Um, we invested in PayPal and I made a couple hundred dollars, which means I am climbing my way back to the top. I've got one win. We know that you're the current Hall of Famer with three consecutive wins in a row. Are you ready to find out what happens when we put our money into ExxonMobil? Mike, I could not be more ready. All right, baby. Last week, we bought 161 shares of ExxonMobil at $62.99. And this week, at the end of the week, we gained is a word I wish I was saying because we lost $458.89, putting us down to $9,711.88. Yeah. Am I in New York? Because I'm smelling the stink of ass being ripped in my face. I, I thought gas was supposed to be a stable stock. Oh, gas is uh, unlike. Yeah, gas is. Did you really ever hear that it was supposed to be a stable stock? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> I'm ruined. I was thinking about energy, but I guess that's a, that, a, a gas company is very different than uh, something like National Grid or Con Edison. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, Ken, I'm just going to just suck it up and just just. Face facts. So we lost big time money. We lost $458.85. I'm going to talk a bit about what hap what's happening with Exxon because I actually, well, in case you can't tell from the first half of the episode, I don't know all that much about the ins and outs of the oil industry. We were talking about that a bit over the break of like the research that I did is less of like the deals that are happening that make the oil industry run, but more of just like the, this company in general and what's happening with this company. I'm going to get into that in a second, but we're, we're this is episode four. Did we say this is episode 14? I think it's 15. Who knows? We should just not say numbers. Anymore. I think it's episode 14, but we, 
we've been, or maybe it's episode 15, but whatever it is, 14 or 15 weeks ago, Kenny, we invested $10,000 into the stock market, and I haven't seen jack shit since we've been doing this! <laughs> I've well, never exceeded $1,000 in profit. I've lost almost $300 from the initial investment, and I'm starting to wonder, Ken, does it get better? I know I'm just acting on a low right now, but I genuinely am wanting, wondering this. I don't think I think we are in think for the disappointing better. ride of a lifetime. Yes, I don't think I said I said it a while back. I remember what episode. I think we're gonna keep puttering around, making a couple hundred, losing a couple hundred, and one day we'll make a, like five thousand dollars. But then the next day we'll lose ten thousand dollars. Like we're in for a terrible ride. Well, and especially once we get more money, because that's a thing. And when we get more money, we're going to get higher stakes. We're going to get bigger gains. If, we're, if we ever get 20,000, when we're investing 20,000, we go up, we're going to go up even more and down even more. This whole pitter pattering around 9,000, 10,000, 9,000, 10,000, 9,000, 10,000. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> we need to pick a goddamn winner. Well, we'll keep doing what we always do, which is to pick a stock based on how fun it is and not its value. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah, maybe we should because we went in. No. <laughs> well, no. Maybe we should start <laughs> telling people how to invest and start putting some goddamn strategy behind this piece of shit show. No, we're just going to keep investing in David Busters and Blockbuster <laughs> until we lose everything. Until we're a David Busters podcast and that's if we just invest in that every single week and the show becomes us going to David Busters. Every week and talking about it, <laughs> trying to pump the price of it. Please, to, please. We put we put our real money into it. <laughs> I just need a win. I need a win so bad. And Exxon Mobil, I was like, well, at least if I'm investing in a corrupt, like slimy company, maybe I'll at least get some of the payoff of of this corrupt company. And I didn't see jack shit. So. I wanted to say, Kenny, I need a win. I need a win so fucking bad. I, I can't I can't keep dealing with this up and down, back and forth. We're at nine, ten thousand, never quite touching the sky. We still never ended on eleven thousand, which pisses me off. Um, but and because I'm at such a low, I thought that now could be a time for a segment that I'm going to call check in on the S&P. Bow. Uh, let's get in the studio one of these days and record that so it sounds nice and exciting. But that for right now, we'll, we'll use me doing it. Checking in on the S&P. That was out, uh, almost as good as the one I did, but it was. I just saw you do it and I thought maybe I could do one too. Uh, let's stick with the one. That I, yeah, I love the idea of you doing one like after the show or something like that in the shower. Yeah, right. Whatever right, it is. Yeah. But I love the one that I was doing before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Check in on the SP. Right. Um, Tell me you thought um, that was good. Check in on the no, SMP. No, yeah, I, again, we got tons of. We, we, I, I just think it'd be fun. Imagine. Maybe, Imagine because all of the hours in your week. Imagine all of the hours in your week. And the one right. hour a week that we record the show is just like, you can't do it in that time, but you can sing the song in any of those other hours. Right. But I want to sing it now. I know you do, but let's think about it. There's 168 hours in the weekend. So 167 hours right. nonstop. If you want, you can sing that song. It's not and now. When I, when I sing, when I sing it during the, not the show. Yeah. Does that, and don't does, sing it in the show. Okay. But what, um, does that count as an official song as well, even though it's not it on counts. the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can right. do whatever you want. You can, you can say whatever you want. Do anything you want. Just okay. Whatever you want. Just don't do it now. Okay. Does that gotcha. sound good? 
Okay. Now you're doing it now. I don't know if you notice you're doing it now, but this is exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about. You're doing that, it now. Okay, so but I'm not singing your song, I'm singing my song. Yes. I wasn't allowed to sing your song on the show. Yeah, but if I just your song singing... is like dumb and bad and I, my version's mm. good. And you just sang yours first. So I just I just think that, that you know, I don't want a bad song on the show. You know the part of the show, the important part where you talk about like the how does the show so how does the show work? Mike and I imagine me singing like Camptown races right in the middle of that song. Yeah, how like, much I, I would derail get things. To do that. Normally I do yes. that. And I didn't even get to do that today. Yes. I think you've already done it four or five times. I'd say let's 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 do it. Let's keep doing it in those hundred and sixty seven hours, all of those hours. Let's do it out then. But not but now. Every time I text you during that time, you yes. tell me to leave you alone. Yes. Uh, yes. And that, I, again, you can sing it while you're texting. You can sing it on the toilet. You can sing it while you're texting me. You can sing it in the shower. You can do any of these things. So you want me to tell you what we did on the SMP? Or? Yes, that's perfect. Because well, that'll be my thing is the song, and then you can yeah, that'll be your thing with the SMP. On the SMP. So there, um, you're doing it. Um, <laughs> the SMP. <laughs> Yeah, so for, for those who don't know, for our day one listeners, you know, the same day, I think it was actually a little later because there was a little mistake, but the same day yep. when we started, a week later. yeah, a week later, we started investing the $10,000 in the stock market. And we talked about the S&P 500, which is 500 of the top performing companies. Once you're not a top 500 to perform, they give you the boot and put in another company that's doing well. It's only, you're investing a little bit into 500 successful companies instead of the, what we're doing of blindly putting in one big company. So you're investing in the market as a whole. It's called, a, it's referred to as a much safer you know, you don't get as crazy highs, but you don't get as crazy lows either. It's a safer, more consistent way to, to invest. Correct. So, yeah, so we put $10,000 in there saying, let's just see, like, what happens over time if we put it in. So I'm realizing about, this is, I believe this is episode 15. It's been in there for about 15 weeks. So, Ken, do you want to take it from here? Yeah, so we've had our ups and downs with the other stocks, but our, we messed in the S&P 500 about 14 weeks ago, and we went from $10,000 to $10,500. Hey! So look at that. That's good. That's, yeah, you know what I mean? It, it's 10, 000, it says 10500 There it is. $10,504.92. I mean, I didn't know if you, were, if you cared about the little bips and bops, but yeah. No, no I, we got those bips and bops in there. So, and again... That was the S&P is actually the way we do the show in the S&P very unintentionally. But I, I'm realizing now, like the way that we just kind of put it like that's what the Santa Claus of investing Warren Buffett said is just like put it in an S&P and just forget about it, because over right. time it's going to accrue so much. It's going to just roll fund. in. in, in the, yes, the, uh, the, uh, the index fund, it rolls and just collects money along the way. And, you know, it's it's it, it inches up. So. Maybe a good alternative to the shit that we're doing, because we're now, again, for like the fifth time under our initial investment, <laughs> whereas the S&P, it's been, it's been slowly inching up, so that's fun. So are you ready to... Do you have any other thoughts on the S&P, Ken, before I move back on to ExxonMobil? No, I'm excited to check in with it uh, 15 weeks again from now. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited as well. So I, I, ExxonMobil, I'm looking into it. There's really not all that much to say about what was happening this week. There's a bit of a lockout union strike for some of the workers down in, in Texas, uh, oh, that's causing, yeah, that's, that's causing a little animosity of, of the Exxon stuff. And, but what I was more interested in is just think as I said before, like investing in gas in general. So I was looking at the Exxon annual revenue, um, and their annual revenue over the past, you know, since from 2012 to 2011. And, you know, in 2012, their annual revenue was about, um, 
$480 million in 2011. And it's gone significantly down since that. So the next year was $438 million, $411 million, 2015. This is revenue? This is annual million dollars of uh, $480 million. Right. Yeah, $480 million. Wow. I, this is, I, I assume that they're making billions of dollars. You know, Kenny, maybe they are. I thought I looked this up, but it's... <laughs> it's now, hold on. The, the, the thing I'm looking at is... In real time. Give me, let me show you the show notes that I'm looking at of this of this info. Maybe I'm reading this wrong. This is I my nightmare. I just googled ExxonMobil revenue 2020 and it says 178.6 billion dollars. Look, look at this graph. <laughs> this graph. <laughs> look at this thing they, I did. No, 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 no. Hold on. <laughs> but because it's annual revenue millions of U.S. dollars, so it's 100. No, it's 181 thousand million dollars. So it's. You see oh. what I mean? It's $181,000 million. Million dollars, meaning So that's billion. $181 billion. With a B. With a, with a B. B with a B. So, yeah, I'm sorry. With a B so, for the boys. With a B, B for the boys. Boy, boy. So, so uh, thank you for, maybe just edit this out of, of, of me no! saying it right the first time. You said so, your cousin loves hearing me say no. Yeah. <laughs> he does love hearing that part. Um, uh, I'm not going to yeah. look at this shit you sent me. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so, all this so research. Four, $480 billion, correct? Yes. In 2012. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then down to $438 billion, $411 billion. Then 2015, like $240 billion. Um, to the point where it was, you know, 2018, two, $290 billion. And this year with COVID and whatnot, they had $181 billion. I mean, over the past eight years, like, they have really, really gone down. And that's, uh, that's due to, you know, electric vehicles, to people trying to find alternatives to gas and oil and things like that. But even looking at their quarterly earnings, um, March, when you try to find the March, do you in your head go, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September? No. When, oh, when, I, I, when, I do. when I do, when you do what? When you're trying to find the month, I'm looking at the month that says their annual, their quarterly revenue from 2021, 331. Oh, yes, so I, like do. Three yes January, I, I do. I do exactly March. that. I was confused. <laughs> I thought you said for one second, when you try and find March, do you count the months in your head? And I was like, I, just, I know it's March. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're in March, do you count all the... No, no, no. And I probably did say that, but... No, uh, who knows? In March of 2021, their annual or their quarterly earnings were up at 59,000 $59, million, meaning... What's birthday. happening? <laughs> I don't care. I'm so hot. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so hot. <laughs> I'm so hot. The number... <laughs> I'm so goddamn hot. He's wearing a muumu no. at this point. And <laughs> I'm wearing a thick chambray shirt. Oh my I god! Messed up. <laughs> the end of the day. I don't care about Exxon. I hate the gas you companies. Just blew it. I want to miss the Domino's again. Why did we miss Exxon? <laughs> It's boring. It stinks. <laughs> they suck. They're terrible. We're giving publicity to one of the shittiest people put ever. Put one of those pipes in my mouth. <laughs> put one of those pipes in my ass and blast it through my mouth and just kill me and end this thing. End this thing so I can get to the goddamn game of the episode. The only thing that I give a shit about. I want to <laughs> guess which gas is real and which isn't. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus Christ in heaven. So what? End of the day. They're making they're, a couple less billion? Blow me, <laughs> They're making billions less than they usually have. Probably because everyone's staying at home and saying, fuck the gas company. Mike, I heard I'm someone so at a restaurant. I heard someone at a restaurant in New York a few days ago. They, they were coughing up a storm as we walked Ew. in. And we immediately were like, okay. And we put on our masks and we were like not sitting near them, but we could hear them because we were, there were not many people in the restaurant. So even though they were far from us, we could hear their conversation. And this guy was just like, I think I'm going to like get out of New York. Clearly NYU kid, clearly a bad date because of the questions uh. this girl was asking this guy. Oh man, just long way of saying, she's like, so what are you going to do after college? And he goes, they're going to move to Los Angeles or Miami. And she goes, what are you going to do in Los Angeles? Yeah. yeah. And he goes, I don't know. Probably work for Tesla. Yeah. Oh working for God. Tesla would be lit. Oh my God. <laughs> working for Tesla would be lit. Oh, okay. Did you go over at that point and just sit down and start eating his food? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I did. You yeah. probably should have. What the hell would you do in Los Angeles or Miami? Well, <laughs> I mean, I bet that would be lit. Uh, real quick, if uh, if somebody offered you a job to work at Tesla and uh, I guess copywriting, would you do it? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, if uh, it was fun, I guess. Okay. I don't know. I'm not. Maybe. I don't. Well, I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. Huh. All right. Well, so yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, the fucking Exxon Mobil just says like they don't make as much fucking money anymore because people aren't driving their cars and there's all this shit and they're under yeah. attack and they're terrible. So or maybe but, there's maybe who knows? Also, it could just be like, isn't the oil market <laughs> no research? Is the oil market crazy? Aren't there all kinds all kinds of deals with various like land and like if I don't know fracking? <laughs> <laughs> so hot. <laughs> I'm sweating like a goddamn sow in a sauna here. I can't talk about fucking George W. Bush anymore. Every time I go to have a thought, all I hear in my head is that sound of like a computer booting up. Mm. <laughs> so damn hot. Well, yeah, if they can, you know, 80% of uh, advisors say to hold Exxon Mobil. It's been the worst year for Exxon in history. And of course, we fucking invested in it. But. I also read the last thing I want to say is I really got to move on because I, I meant to tell you this and it keeps slipping my mind. Uh, you're a comedy writer, right? Yes. Yes. And, and I, yeah. So we, we are. And, and I completely fucking forgot to tell you this, that I have recently had um, a, a development deal because I was I had an interesting email because somebody reached out because they were a big fan of the podcast. They oh, yeah? They heard, yeah, they, they heard the, uh, they heard the, the, uh, they actually heard of the American Airlines episode and they, they were like, Hey, this is really good stuff. We want to put you in a development deal to write a pilot, uh, you and Kenny doing it together. And wow. I, yeah. Um, but the, the fucking thing that sucks is I completely forgot. And it's there. I'm, it's in about two minutes. We have to present this, uh, pitch to the, to the network and they're actually in my Zoom waiting room right now, and I told them that we would be ready, and I completely forgot to tell you. So do you feel comfortable? We're going to pitch a TV show for this big network uh, it, once I let them in in just a second. Uh, I haven't thought about it at all, and I, I genuinely have not told you about this. Do you feel comfortable doing that? 100%. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so the network is GSTV. Do you know GSTV? 
Game Show Network? No. no, the the gas station television network. Oh, it's, gotcha. <laughs> yes, it's, it's the, the little videos that play. The little videos that go. Hey, are you hungry for Doritos? Go inside and get a power. No. Yeah, it, it's these yeah. weird like content and commercials that while it only it plays exclusively while you're filling up your gas tank. Now, if you're in a Humvee or a Hummer or something, you know you can be filling your gas tank for up to sixty seconds, right? Like. Right. But but they said on average that, that people are filling up their gas tanks for about 38 seconds. So they want to write an, uh, they, they want a pilot that can be turned into a three season arc. And but the episodes are only 38 seconds a pop. OK. OK. Are you three ready seasons, for that? Three seasons, 38 seconds a pop per episode. Yeah. Are we doing standard network television like 2022 20, episodes a season? 22 episodes a season, three All season, right. 38 seconds an episode. Gotcha. OK. OK. All right. Uh, uh, I'm letting them in. Hey guys, Hi. how you doing? Nice to meet you. Thank you. Uh, uh, thank you so much for hearing this pitch. You know, uh, we've got we've got a great idea that we're very excited to tell you about. Yeah, Kenny and I. So first of all, appreciate you guys. You, when you when you gave me that email and you said you liked the American Airlines episode, I I went right to Kenny right away and said we we got to write this script. And we we've been working on something that I'm really really excited about. So for you guys, I want you to just take a moment and relax. Close your eyes. And imagine the experience of getting gas. You're, you're, touching the, you're touching the gas handle, you're picking your thing, you're putting it in, and just the second that that TV screen lights up, what are you thinking about? My hands are dirty. Kenny. And not only are your hands dirty, you don't have a way to feel clean in that moment, right? And so... We're going to provide that feeling of clean with a comedy that brightens you up. So the show is called, and get this, Clean Gas. Clean Gas. Imagine this, Mr. Clean himself. We've already talked to the company. We've got him in. He, we have well, the, character, the licensing to the character of Mr. Clean. He we've is got it all worked to- out. We've got, we've got it. We, got to get, we went to college with the guy mm-hmm. who manages Mr. Clean. We have his, and, 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 and we're, let's, let's, let's be clear here. We are not talking about an actor playing Mr. Mm-mm, Clean. Mm-mm, we are talking mm-mm. the actual Mr. Clean. I know he looks like a cartoon, but mm-hmm. he is a real person, and he lives in Tribeca. Yes. So he lives in Tribeca. He is on for the show. He says he wants to do, you know, God forbid, or God hoping we get this three season arc. He's down to do it. So he has, he's lactose intolerant. It's Mr. Clean. He's living, uh, imagine sex in the city, if you will. He's living in an apartment with, you know, 15, 16 other men. So they're living this, this tight Manhattan style, this Manhattan lifestyle. And he's a lactose intolerant, uh, you know, spokesperson who is promoting a line of, of, of of dairy products. So he's going on, uh, you know, a tour around the city every single day, chugging a full glass of milk uh, with this lactose intolerant issue. And keep in mind, every single episode, because he's lactose intolerant, it's always, we're always going to have a perfect diarrhea gag oh. in there. <laughs> just, there's, yes. just, there's just always going to be a moment, no matter what, where it's going to like, give me a moment, and then goes, <laughs> and then we just see a door, and we hear it shaking from what's going on inside. Yeah, there, there's even one that we have that he goes, do you mind if I run to the restroom really quick? And the moment the door shuts behind him, it blasts off the hinges. <laughs> 
blasts off the hinges in the, in the restaurant, you know, smashing on the wall with, you, you know what, obviously, you know, dripping and sliding off the door. Almost like a Mrs. Doubtfire kind of situation where he's been had. And now I can see you're thinking, what are we talking about here? We're just talking about a guy who goes to New York. Now, that's that's no, no, just no. the first season. Mm-hmm. So the first season's a basic setup of he's going every, you know, every day he's going to a different place to, you know, pitch his product, which is him chugging dairy and then <laughs> of having course. diarrhea. I mean, that's his thing. And now, this is for you guys. We, we could do hood. We could do any of these dairy products and get them in on a kind of licensing deal. This is free promotion for them. It's going to be big money for you guys. And of season one, he has, he drinks a whole gallon of milk and he has such bad, you know, IBS essentially that he blasts to space. Mm-hmm. He blasts out of this, into space. And then from there, we go into a Star Trek type thing where he's exploring the galaxy. He's picked up by a by a by an aircraft, uh, an air carrier of, of of aliens, and this is the hero's story. You know, this is him pushing himself through the stratosphere into an under and into a into the unknown. And you know, he's he's getting picked up by this air carrier, and he's with alien life, and he's you know he's he's they still love milk, and they're drinking milk as well. And he's it's it's kind of a coming of coming of age tale of him learning how to you know how to teach people how to be clean while living again in a full dairy society in outer space. And then think about this. You see all that, and then you're so entertained, you go to laugh, and you pick up your hand, and you, you touch the side of your face, and you think, oh, my hand was dirty, and I forgot because I was so entertained. Yes, exactly. So what do you think? Okay. Uh-huh. Well, now I, I can see how none of that has anything to do with clean gas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. How about instead of that, we just do like a news anchor and like 12 seconds of like movie reviews and weather reports. We got the job. Oh, Oh. all right. Kenny, that was our pilot pitch for our, our, uh, GSTV pilot listeners at home. Kenny genuinely had no idea that we were about to do that. And, but I think it's pretty good, pretty good programming. A lot of licensing issues would probably come up with the pilot. Also, you know, it, it sounded, um, uh, it sounded insane. Yeah, it sounded pretty insane, but I think that, and I don't know, I was hoping that we was going to like lead into some kind of synergy that the show makes people want to, but I guess if they do a deal with hood, but we should still make that show on our own. I would like to make that show on our own. Um, and maybe we will. So, uh, well guys, that was our episode for today. When we invested in Exxon mobile, we lost some fucking money and I really am excited for our next episode. I think we got something really exciting and fun planned for you guys. I can't wait for it, but let's see if we can fucking redeem ourselves and get ourselves not over the 10,000, but I'm trying to get over that 11,000 hump this week. Really? I want it. Yes, I want it very bad. <laughs> I want right, to we'll make fourteen hundred dollars this week. We don't do anything proactive besides randomly invest, but yeah, God's but me. that's the thing is, I want to apply myself, but I can't. Mike, we got to end this podcast. I'm so hot. I know. Well, Kenny, <laughs> go get it. Go get yourself a tall glass of iced tea and bump that AC, <sighs> and ladies and gents. We'll see you next week. I love you all. <laughs> He's passing Goodbye. out. He's laying down. <laughs> Oh, good stuff.
Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at the Paper Jam Pod or shoot us an email at thepaperjampod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon where Mike and I post bonus episodes, videos, and other sweet, sweet content for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Music for Audio.